When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Gotta be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. In zone, no! away Garrett Wilson Wilson a big play downfield Wilson still going along the sideline he's not going to go down Allen tripped up he could not get past Jermaine Johnson oh look at the speed of Brees Hall he's done it again Brees lightning 62 yards for the touchdown Rodgers in trouble again and he's sacked again by Quinn and Williams what a beast number 95 for the Jets listen this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for another edition of the 2023 Offseason Roundtable. I've got one return guest and one brand new guest. They do a podcast together. My buddy Joe Rivera, who writes about baseball for the Sporting News, he's here. He's been on the show before to talk about his thoughts on the Jets in the offseason. But his podcast partner Slitz is on as well. And so the two of them are going to combine to tell us what they think the Jets should do in the offseason, what went wrong in 2022. And we'll talk a little bit about their own podcast that they started. Gentlemen, what's going on? Scott, thank you for having a, thank you for having us on, my friend. Really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Appreciate appreciate the time, appreciate the floor space, and plenty plenty to talk about, man. Yeah, yeah, plenty to talk about. <laughs> for sure, for, for for the first time in a while, some good to talk about, a lot of good to talk about, and then same as usual, a lot of bad to talk about too, especially <laughs> wrapping up the year. For sure, and I'm looking forward to talking to both of you guys. We'll start with where you're at, with the coaching staff, and the front office right now. Obviously, big change with Mike Lafleur. What do you think about what Joe Douglas has built so far? Where are you on Robert Sala? How do you think he's done as head coach to this point? And what do you both think about the removal of Mike LaFleur as offensive coordinator? To, to give the, the quick rundown, I think Sala's done a good job. I think he's a good head coach. I think he has 
good pulse on the team. I think in game, he's largely good. I think it's a general improvement from 2021. I think Joe Douglas has done a good job too. I don't think he's the perfect GM. I, I've mentioned on the Jetfield podcast that I think that this is the off season for Douglas that he's really going to earn his paycheck because he's got to get creative with some things. He's going to have to make moves that maybe he didn't want to make. Maybe cutting a Corey Davis is not a move that he want to make, but if it saves him money and it opens up some things, it might be something you have to do. And obviously there's a quarterback question looming, looming. So Overall, I th- this season was such a mix, mixed bag, and Sliz and I went through went through it all. Like every week, we went through it. It's like you know, we go from being world beaters against the Bills to, uh, you know, now we're, we're questioning. And you know, I had the prophecy that they weren't going to win another game after they lost to I, I forget who it was after they lost to Minnesota. I said they're not winning another game the rest of the season. So, you know, it, it's tough. It's certainly tough. I feel like I still feel like the organization is heading in the right direction, but I have less certainty now than maybe I had uh, maybe the end of October. So, so I don't know where you sit on all that, but I, I feel like we're pretty aligned. Yeah, I think so. I, I think Saul has done a really, really good job. And and when you like zoom out and you're looking at solely head, especially the in-game head coaching decisions, kind of sort of the analytics side, he generally does pretty well in game situations. I know there's the question in the Detroit game with the timeout usage. I thought he had a decent explanation there. And, and also we, we, we haven't given him in the two years he's been head coach like an actual offense he can rely on in a lot of those scenarios. I, I think in general he's had a good pulse on the team and, and really navigated a lot of just difficult situations this year, starting with Makai all the way through Elijah Moore to the whole QB, every everything with the QB situation, um, and then ending up with, with firing his good buddy there, Michael LaFleur, which I, I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, and, and in large part, just I wanted that consistency, especially going in, like you said, I think a, a hot seat type year for the entire staff, top to bottom, front office all the way down through the coaching staff. And I think there is value to consistency. I think Joe Douglas has done all right. I think there, there's been some absolute wins, certainly in the trade market and, and selling off and tearing down the roster. Um, I think he's had some waiver wires, really, where he's done his best work of all mm-hmm. places, waiver wire and uh, undrafted free agency. I, I think certainly the 22 draft you look at and and that you hang your hat on that, getting two absolute studs in the first round. But um, there's some criticisms there, too, in, in 2020. Um, really that whole draft class top to bottom, a lot of the pick consolidation that we've done moving up to get guys that were good, like AVT and, and Brees were good. Um, Jermaine Johnson, you're hoping takes a leap in, in year two and, and beyond, but with a roster that had as many holes and then you've seen kind of like the, the mid tier or low tier vets that we've had to pay or overpay to kind of fill some of those holes. Um, it, it leaves some question, right? And of course, whiffing on quarterback is pr- pr- unfortunately the thing that counts the most in, in football, and um, it's hard to overlook that. And he'll have a chance to to rectify it in some capacity this off season, and we'll see where that goes. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet, play like a jet. So as you hit on the quarterback situation, and unfortunately the Jets did not hit on quarterback, or at least it doesn't look like they did, Zach Wilson's still an open question. Will he be here next year? And if he is, are they going to redshirt him and try and rehabilitate him? What do you think went wrong, guys, so far with Zach Wilson? And were you surprised that Zach Wilson was not only not up to the task of becoming the quarterback that they expected him to be, but that he completely flopped so far to the point where he actually got benched for Mike White down the stretch of the season? Yeah, so so we've talked so much about Zach. I, the number one problem with Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson, right? I think we all know that. And it's it's not a matter of his work ethic, if you believe the coaches, because he's always the first in the building. At least that's what they've said since he was drafted, and he's one of the last ones to leave. Uh, it's not a question of does he have the tools, because he certainly has the tools. He's got a big arm. He's mobile. He's elusive. It's a matter of working on the small things in his game. And, I mean – you don't want to say that his his accuracy is a small thing, obviously, because it's a big thing, and it's the worst, more than more than decision making, really. And and Sliz and I have talked about this a lot. More than decision making, it's his inaccuracy this season. And somebody posted a stat, I think it was an ESPN stat of like inaccuracy numbers from this year, like off target throws. And Zach was worse in the NFL by like five percent. Coincidentally, second highest on that list or lowest on that list was Lamar Jackson at like 13 point something percent. So there's that. But with the the other part of it, too, is and, and this is the thing. And I mention this all the time. There's certainly a difference between reasoning and excuse excuses. Right. When you say this offensive line is bad because of the injuries, that's not an excuse. Like it's a fact of life. It's a reason like the offensive line is bad. And that clearly didn't help Zach at all. When you can't get a running game going, when you get no consistency in the run game and you can't lean on the run game to try and play off of that with your quarterback who is already in over his head, that's a problem, right? So, you know, it, it's not just one, it's not just on Zach. Uh, it, it's it's not just on Michael Floor. It's not just on, It's it was systematically 
week by week, this offense broke down. And we saw that Zach wasn't really up to the task this year, no matter what it was. I don't know what they do with him because I don't, I honestly don't think he's going to be traded. I don't see how anybody takes him and I don't see Joe Douglas getting decent value for him either. But uh, yeah, I mean, the long and short of it is Zach Wilson was Zach Wilson's number one problem. The, the, I don't think the organization, the organization did enough to give him weapons, but outside of that, there wasn't between the Greg Knapp death and not uh, hiring someone in his place and the inexperienced coaching staff on offense. It was just all of it top to bottom was just maybe a, a, a less than optimal situation for a young quarterback to kind of bl- blossom in. Yeah. The, the thing that's tough with, with Zach is it's so much of that, so much of what you saw play out, you could tell was totally in his head. Right. Mm-hmm. And probably that first Patriots game is the best example of that, where it had a, in general, a pretty good first half. And then he has that interception at the end, end of the first half. And then he just unravels, right? Unravels at the seam. And we saw that so many times this rookie year. We saw it so many times this year where it's like there's that one, even if it didn't result in a negative play, I can't remember what game it was, but he threw a near interception. And then you just saw his his whole structure just got rattled. He started being inaccurate. He didn't trust himself. And like that, that's so hard when it's totally in his head. And I don't know how you fix it. I, I do like, like Joe was saying, I think it's hard to really move on. And in, in, in terms of just like lotto tickets where we need lotto tickets at quarterback, he's probably as good of one as, as you could have. We, we already sunk the cost into him or we don't save any money really trading for him. So you, you, I don't know what pick he yields. I don't even know if he yields the Sam Darnold type package back if you're selling them off. So it's like, are you selling low and only, swapping a third out at, at that point you're almost better off just going down with the ship and seeing if he can figure it out sit behind a vet for a year or two and, and get it together but yeah like like joe said zach's 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 number one problem like he hurt himself more than anything there's there's a lot of course around him and it's frustrating when we we haven't had a healthy quarterback season since i think 2015 fitzpatrick right just as the jets franchise we haven't had our starters stay healthy for more than like 13 games or something crazy like that. Like that, that consistency, it, it, it's hard to grow and see a guy like you see a guy like Trevor Lawrence kind of ebb and fl- flow throughout the season. But when you're getting those reps week over week over week, you, you do have your, your stinker games, but then you get a game or two games and you start stacking them and you start figuring it out. And when you're getting, you know, you miss part of preseason, you miss the start of the season, you get, you miss middle of the season because you get benched and, it, it's hard, man. It's hard. And, and yeah, I don't, I don't think he's a starter next year for anyone and probably especially not us, but I, I do think he sticks around. If it's not going to be Zach Wilson next year, which most people seem to agree upon, and you guys both said you don't believe it's going to be Zach Wilson, what do you guys think they should do? And what do you guys think ultimately they will do? I feel like there's no, like there, there's no, like, rally cry answer it's probably lamar jackson if he's available but even then there's there's some questions with lamar jackson and what we've seen with that system and i'm of the belief that they they tailored the system to lamar not that they they have strapped lamar with the system um i I am firmly of that belief um so there's questions there with his injuries as well and and just the the sheer compensation take to get him but I've, i've looked at it more of what are the options i don't want right I, I I definitely do not want to go in the season relying on Gardner Minshew or Brissett to just 
put it together somehow and be more than they've been the past couple of years. And, and Brissett had a good year this year uh, when Watson was out, but wasn't good enough to win games, right, in, in general. Um, so I, I guess that's number one. I'd rule out kind of that lower tier starter. If we're going to go that route, you just roll out Mike White and see what happens, in my opinion. And, and I'm not a Mike White believer at all, but I'd rather do that than – roll the dice on an outside guy. I, I'd take the guy in-house on, on that, right? Derek Carr, probably our, ultimately our best path in terms of having a guy that makes an impact this year and someone that you can have for the next three, four, five years and, and kind of build around and put something together, assuming kind of everything hits the ground running year one. I'm, I'm probably a lot more open to Tannehill than a lot of folks are. Um, that offense in Tennessee, I think you <laughs> – they, they kind of cleared house uh, in Tennessee, and I think that kind of speaks for itself where after trading A.J. Brown, really after Arthur Smith left to coach the Falcons, it, it, the whole system kind of fell apart. They didn't have the pieces once Johnny left, once A.J. Brown left. And I think while Tannehill probably doesn't inspire a lot of folks, he, he is a little bit more mobile than some of those other guys. And we've seen him put together stretches of consistent play and very accurate play, right? And I do think on offense specifically, if you get a healthy Brees Hall back, if you have Garrett Wilson and and if you change the system to where we're highlighting an Elijah Moore and and probably add one or two more pieces this upcoming offseason, I think Ryan Tannehill can work within that. And um, I think he probably costs a little bit less than Carr. Certainly that'd be a one to two year thing. And then, it, it's all on the temperature of our staff with Zach Wilson from there. You'd hope he'd, he'd build it behind the scenes and be the heir apparent. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. And and then you talk about the guys like Aaron Rodgers and like, if you want to talk a lot of tickets, I mean, Jordan love is a name that Sliz and I have talked about a lot and that's like unsexy to a lot of people. And when you're kind of attaching this idea that, okay, well, if you're going to roll out a lottery ticket in Zach Wilson, why not, you know, double your chances, quote unquote, with another pretty unproven guy, but who worked underneath Aaron Rodgers, maybe learned a thing or two, right? And Jordan Love, who clearly, like, obviously that depends on Rodgers' decision, but I don't know what they're going to do there. I With him, I don't know what they're going to do with Rodgers. I don't know what Rodgers wants to do, so that's probably out. And you look at Derek Carr. That gives you like a head start, right? Because he's not going to be learning a new system. He's not, he's going to be working with a guy he's familiar with. And you don't have to go into next year wondering if the quarterback is going to know the system, which is the most important part because everybody else can learn it and install. And during the offseason, that's fine. It's the quarterback that you feel most comfortable with. So I think that's the move that makes most sense. And like I mentioned, Scott, I think when you're talking about the Jets kind of like wanting to be San Francisco East, right? They want to be 49ers MetLife. Like that's what they want to be. So you, you have to ask yourself, which quarterback is going to be Garoppolo? Which which quarterback is going to be your Purdy, essentially? Who's going to be the guy who can execute the offense efficiently? Not He doesn't have to be like all-world player. Like we saw Garoppolo took them to a Super Bowl. He took them to an NFC Championship game. So it's like, you know that they're capable of doing it. Um at the end of the day, like Carr is the most realistic and it's the one that makes the most sense. So I hope that's the move that they ultimately make. 
let's talk about some other things that the Jets can do. They've got some players that they could say goodbye to who are free agents or that they could release or restructure to save some money. Who are some guys that you think are candidates to be in that category and the Jets can maybe free up some space to either get a quarterback or make some other upgrades at positions like safety and linebacker, which, of course, we'll talk about a little bit later when we talk about specific players they might be able to get in the draft and free agency. So C.J. Mosley is an interesting case, right? Because what is what's the number? Slizz? It's like 17, 17 and a half million that he's due this year. But if you cut him, you save, I don't know. You save yeah, a lot he, of money. He has, he has seven, 17 million in new money based salary. Um, you right. can po- you can post June one on him. You can stretch him. You can right. You can do a couple things. Now, now the the problem is like everybody looks at the All Pro and they say, oh well, you know, how are you going to cut this guy? He's the leader of our defense, which I understand. Like, don't get me wrong, he's clearly a leader on the team, but the problem with C.J. Mosley is. He's not, he's just not built for the scheme. He doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have the coverage skills. Yes, he still makes tackles, but the problem is when you are making a tackle 15 yards downfield as opposed to five yards from the line of scrimmage where your assignment is originally, yes, you're still getting the tackle, but that's why you have to go beyond tackles, right? So, you know, mostly it's a guy who just sticks in me. And clearly, like, this, since pretty much when when Douglas took over, like, you heard, well, they're trying to find ways to get rid of him and, you know, Le'Veon Bell and whoever else. Um, and and he's just survived. He's made it. Like, he showed the want to and, and all that stuff. So, you know what? Good for CJ for making himself a useful player, I want to say, for because he, he was decent this year, but I just don't think he's worth whatever money that he's scheduled to make. So, um Aside from that, I mean, Corey Davis is another name. Carl Lawson is an interesting one because of the Achilles. And, you know, you find out after the season that he had a second procedure on his Achilles. So maybe you want to give him another year, especially with the way that this edge group is kind of set up right now. But, you know, it's there there are moves that they can make. But like I said, it's it's going to be painful, like whatever they do. And that's why Douglas is in a tough spot, because. Some of these guys, whether it's a Mosley, a Corey Davis, who's you've seen when this this offense, and I know it's going to be a different offense, but this offense is much different when Corey Davis is on the field and playing as opposed to when he's not. So uh, it's it's going to be interesting to watch which guys that they they ultimately move money around with, but there are certainly moves to be made. Yeah, and, and let's not like let's not get it twisted. We have to clear space, right? <laughs> if you go to over the cap right now. We spent a lot of money last year, and we're starting to see where that money was all pushed to on the cap sheet, right? Um, I, ever, ever since the Jets tried to trade for Tyree Kill, and I was kind of crunching the numbers on what that contract would have looked like on the Jets, I was like, man, I don't know how we would have even like afforded that, right? Um, so there, there's money to clear. I do think C.J. Mosley ultimately sticks. That's a contract we have to do something with, though. Uh, right. Paying him twenty and a half million on the cap sheet is is rich. Um, Carl Lawson is the interesting name in my mind. I think we we drafted the heir apparent and additional depth there with, with Jermaine Johnson and Michael Clemens, so clears more snaps for both those guys. And and I think you you clear over fifteen million there with with the Carl Lawson move. Um, but that's also losing a guy that's had three three down value for us. It's losing a guy that's been generally a leader and and certainly a a rehab warrior in terms of of mental and being a mentor for some of those guys working through injury. Um, Corey Davis is probably a guy most Jets fans want to move on from. 
it's tough though. Like his contract and just the way the the wide receiver market has gone, it's are are you getting are you if you cut him and save eleven million, you're either having to draft a replacement because I'm I'm not putting enough stock in Mims to take those snaps and and be productive with them. Oh, yeah. So either drafting a replacement or you're signing a replacement in free agency and like. The market's getting expensive, man. I don't know. You're like you're getting a side grade probably at best, and maybe that's a scheme specific side grade. Um, that that's a that's a tough one. I think some of the ones maybe more down down the ticket that you look at. So we we were looking at uh, performance incentive guys. So Ashton Davis, Braden Mann, and Bryce Hall all just got uh, kickers on the rookie contract. So they're all about 3 million cap hit, all base salary now going into next year. Those are three salaries that you probably look at, especially Braden Mann and, and his inconsistency there where if cut him, get a vet for a vet, you know, close to vet men and, and you save a million and a half. And not that that's a lot, but it, it, every every penny counts when you're, you're below the cap. Um, Braxton Berrios too is probably another big name that you have to look at. And, um, if we're not playing Zach, we're not using the LaFleur system. He kind of fell off a little bit as a returner this year. I think there's 5 million to be saved there. That might be one where I, I feel like we don't keep him on the cap sheet at 8 million. It's either you restructure it or you cut them. So that those, those would kind of be the names I'd point to. I don't, it, it's tough, man. I, I, I had going into kind of that back half of the season, I'm like, okay, Mosley's an easy cut. Lawson's an easy cut. Corey Davis, I think we keep, but if, if we don't cut him I, or if we don't keep him, I'd like to see him traded and at least get, get a fifth or sixth round pick kickback. But it's like, you can kind of see the path to every single one of those guys making a case to, to keep in their spot. And um, Joe Douglas said, we have a lot of cat flexibility. You, you hope, if if we miss this off season that he's not doing too much to totally straddle us and kind of get us in a McCagnan digging out of a rut for another two years after 2023. But there's, there's a lot of levers that could be pulled. I don't know that we're going to pull all of them though. Free agency in the draft. What would you guys be looking to do? There, there's oh, a couple yeah. spots I, I'm, I'm looking to attack. Um, I think the first decision they have to make is what are they doing with AVT? Where do they see Elijah Vera Tucker? He, I think he's better at guard, and I think his mobility is highlighted better at that spot. The interior offensive line needs something. Um, McGovern's a free agent. I, I'm probably not big, bringing him back at cost at, at open market value. If we can get him at kind of a hometown discount, that's something I'd do. Um, I think linebacker's a spot that we really need to address. Um, I don't think running back the room does us any good. I think you saw in the back kind of back stretch there where the Jets really sucked, to be quite honest. Um, you started seeing some of the warts on defense where teams were attacking us with the tight end, attacking us over the middle. Um, Which is something that you, it's funny, so sorry to cut, to cut you off, but yeah. like all season we're sitting here, and even before the season, what would we say to ourselves? Like the linebacker core is the weak part of this team, even with the Quan signing, right? And we said to ourselves, like, teams are going to just eat up the second level of our defense. And then all year we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for teams to start attacking our linebacker core. But it didn't start happening until, like, during the losing streak. And it's like the last, like, three or four games of the season, you saw the Seahawks attack that. You saw the Lions attack it. You saw – and it's like 
well, where was this? Like, where has this been? All year you saw people going after DJ and Sauce. All year. And it's like, good luck, right? It's like Salah said, try him, right? But it's like, you know, it's it's the linebacker core is, is I think Jets fans are really overrating what this linebacker core is right now. And it's all because of the scheme that Salah runs because you're putting so much pressure on what they can do. So it's not necessarily like, Oh, we could just, you know, find this guy in free agency or find this guy in the draft. No, you got to find guys who could be human joysticks and be able to move every direction and be able to identify plays at snap and, and get in coverage if they have to, like, there's a lot that they have to be able to do. I think the guy at linebacker I'm looking at in free agency is Al Shayir. Um, Played in San Francisco, played under Sala, kind of had an injury this year, got displaced a little bit. Of course, they have Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw out there, so San Francisco's probably letting them hit market. Um, probably a dude we could get at a reasonable-type contract as well. So that's, that's the I guess, the one free agent guy I'm really pursuing is that guy. Outside of that, obviously, we need the quarterback, and I – I don't think we need to do a whole lot else in free agency. You need to plug a couple of the holes so you're not backing yourself into a corner in the draft and forcing need picks early on. Um, Shoring up some of that interior offensive line, probably fetching a safety you feel comfortable with starting at free safety alongside Whitehead. Um, On defense, the holes are pretty easy to plug. I think we bring back a lot of our D tackle room. I I think Quinnen's the only guy under contract still. Um, I think Tanzel Smart, we maybe did a, a futures contract on again. But you, you can bring back a Shep. You can bring back a Solomon Thomas, probably a Sheldon Rankins for, for relatively cheap. I think on defense, grab a safety, grab a linebacker, bring back some vet men, D tackles, and then we're pretty set there. Offense, you, like I said, you got to figure out what you're doing with AVT, and then that kind of dictates how you attack that offensive line. You probably need to – get a new body in the bottom half of the wide receiver room as well. I know uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a name that's been floated. That'd be sweet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not sure how realistic it is, depending on the quarterback contract we take on. Um, Like a McCole Hardman or kind of any of the, I'll say, upper mid-tier wide receivers probably outprice us. I think you you need to move on from a Jeff Smith. You need to probably move on from a Barrios with a comparable type guy, but I, I think you probably looked at the draft to do that more so than free agency. Yeah, I think this free agency is it, it's less about who can they target on the open market and more about, okay, we have to get Quinn and his contract extension. We have to figure out something. I'm sorry, we got to figure out something with Bryce Hoff. Like it just has to get done. Um, He's too good of a player, even in his limited role. And we've said it a lot. There's no guarantee that if you give him more snaps, that he'll be a more effective player. He's totally efficient and effective in, in the role that he has now. So those are the biggest things, more than anybody that they can bring in on the free agency market. I, I think that you have to sign your homegrown talent, and I know a lot of people are going to have sticker shock when this Quinn and Williams contract comes out. But listen, man, good players get paid. That's just the way it works in sports. You know, when, when Quinn gets his five-year contract for his $125 million or whatever it is with 65 or 70 million guarantee, probably more. I mean, that's just what these guys are going for. So uh, the the thing that kind of sucks is that we don't have the cap space this year. Like there's some ways that we can wiggle, wiggle some room like we discussed, but next year we have like $114 million in cap space. And that's obviously going to be depending on the quarterback situation. That's going to be chewed up by the Quinnen contract extension 
that's going to be chewed up by, you know, whatever draft uh, eligible players who might be eligible for contract extensions in the future. Like there's a lot that they got to figure out. So um, yeah, it's, 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 I don't think they're as dire of a spot as I felt, but there's still a lot of work to be done on this roster heading into 2023. Yeah. I think looking to draft, you got to get a tackle, man. And and yep. again, that's mitigated if AVT shifts to right tackle, but I think at 13 tackles, the best thing we can get. If those top three tackles are off the board, it's kind of a doomsday scenario. And and I know Dane Brugler mocked Brian branch, the, the safety. That's probably a good pick. Maybe you don't love the value there. Um, it, if the if a tackle's not there, you got to get a guy that can make an impact year one, and the staff probably needs a guy that can make an impact year one, or or they might not be here to to develop them in year two and beyond. Slits and Joe Rivera, the host of the Jet Fuel podcast. Joe Rivera, our old friend, joining again. Of course, you can catch his great writing over at the Sporting News and Slits. Glad to have you as a new friend now, so you guys can come back anytime. Happy to have you back on. Everybody should listen to your podcast. You guys do a great job. Make sure to check out everything that we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some fantastic All-22 breakdowns over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store at tpublic.com. That's tee-public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinton Williams, bless you, thank you shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there. tpublic.com, that's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.